Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Episode 300. Episode 300. Episode 300. Dude, I, 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 Dude. I, I, I swear I am more excited than I sound. I just have <laughs> less of a voice today. Less of a voice. That's all right. Less of a voice. Yeah, you were out there uh, getting crazy at the medieval times yelling. Hold that thought. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host... The insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance. Boom! We gotta make sure we do the intro. We do gotta make sure we do the intro, and we gotta talk about... This is 300! I hold up two fingers. Three! Pick three, my lord! Pick three, my lord! (laughs) That's funny. Shrek, by the way. That is Shrek. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, 300 episodes. Dude, I can't believe time's gone by, like, so quick. I remember first starting this thing out... But some things that um, we've done in the first 300 is we've started the shoe drive. It's one of those ways that we like to uh, give back. And I'll be 100% honest. It's mostly a uh, James and my dad type give back. That's the kind of oh, thing dang. that, right. that they really wanted. Credit. No, I mean, I'm taking credit in the fact that I'm helping. But this is something at the core that came from, from you and the old man. All right, fair enough. Right? <clears throat> so it's 365 pairs of shoes that we're trying to raise by the end of the year. Um, and we didn't start from episode one to raise this. We just started doing it this year. But we're at 222 pairs of shoes. So if you guys got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. He'll hop in his Harley right over there. Pick up those bad boys. 37 pairs of shoes is the most we've had in one saddlebag. But I'm sure we can top that. I'm sure we will. I'm positive. I'm positive we will. Positive. Yeah, man. So here we are, episode 300. And of course, today, Hernan picks the day to Lose have a sore throat. And <laughs> I got Starbucks medicine ball, so I'm working on it. Yep, yep. We're, we're recovering. We'll be all right. But, uh, you know, we got to put this thing together because we are going to be gone. Well, I'm going to be gone Friday. And then Monday, you have closed off as well for something. Monday is the beginning of the of the month, so we have the beginning of the month always closed off. Monday is the last day of the month. It's September thirtieth. Oh, uh, then in so that case, we'll be here. We'll be here. All right. Well, we'll be here on <laughs> Monday. But anyway, we got to get this one knocked out so that we have uh, a day ahead of time. And uh, yeah. yeah, look, 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 look. Here's the deal. We made a promise since the beginning when we first started the podcast to put out a podcast episode every single day, Monday through Friday. Um, going forward. And so that doesn't mean that we don't take days off because let's face it, we got families, we got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. There's stuff that happens where, you know, you got to take some time off, but you just need to plan ahead and you need to make sure that you have enough content recorded, ready to go so that you guys get something new every single day. Every single day. Every single day. And, and, and really comes down to some of the core things that we've learned. I think that's, that's what I want to do with today's episode. Anyway, some of the core things that we've learned Mm -hmm. in, putting out 300 episodes all right so whether it's things that we've learned from guests 
things that we've learned about ourselves, mm-hmm. things that we've uh, helped improve in our own in our own life, whatever it's going to be. Like these are the things that we want to talk about today. Cool. Fair. I want to give us a jumping off point because I'm really excited about this, and I think I texted you about it, but I'm not sure if we really got a chance to talk about it. Oh, okay. Which one was this? Our jumping off point here. And I love it because it actually ties into what you just said about uh, everything that we've learned and everything that we've uh, experienced along the way here as you fix the uh, blinds there. Um, My why statement. I am much closer to figuring it out. This is probably now my third iteration and I feel good about it where it is right now. So why is one of those things? My why statement is... I want to spread positivity, educate and empower others to increase their financial IQ so that they can improve their lives today and create generational wealth for their children's children's children. For tomorrow. For tomorrow. That's better than children's children's children. Yeah, I know. I just threw that kind in there. Kind of fit in a t- on a t-shirt. No, that's a good That's a good why statement. Like, like one of the things that I want to get started going forward is... Uh, speaking like doing more public speaking engagements Mm -hmm. right so whether it's being a guest on a podcast or whether it's talking to students or whether it's you know hopping on a stage at a being a keynote speaker whatever it's going to be right i want to start doing more and more of that and when you when you uh when you sit down and start thinking about what is it that you're going to talk about i think it stems from that why statement oh yeah everything has to it has to be part of that core thing Mm -hmm. so you know i'm I'm thinking of okay well i got to write my speech out and it's not really a speech as it is an outline Mm -hmm. right it's like you know i gotta have my basic introduction you know i gotta think of you know this is what i'm gonna tell the audience tell them and then Tell them what I just told them. Remind them what that this is what I was going to tell you. And then a call to action statement, right? And so what I fill in between there has to be part of my core, has yeah. to be part of my why. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the more and more people we talk to on the show of the 300 episodes we've had, you know, those things are obvious in all those people who have been successful yeah for sure like they have a set why like they know exactly why they're getting up i remember the uh, so many of them do yeah the 27 cent why remember did you did you hear about that one the 27 cent I, I, why? I forgot who that was but it was when they oh, were like super broke they had 27 cents in their bank account and couldn't even buy a cup of coffee exactly yeah that was their why right mm-hmm. you know everybody mm-hmm. has something that drives them to that next level something that helps them wake up in the morning something that helps them stay determined and like you know when going forward when we have our our you know 301 and going forward to you know all these other episodes that we're going to be doing having those core things inside us like and being able to identify what they are mm-hmm. i think is is one of the the greatest values that i've learned in the first 300 episodes like yeah who am i like what am i trying to accomplish here I i'm mean, trying to educate and empower people yeah to but, help them improve their lives and here's the thing about that why right you were already doing that truth did, you know everything that I that I talk about my why help people help you become a better you so you can find mm-hmm. passion and happiness in this or purpose and happiness in this life help you like, baby yeah help you baby but I was already doing that True. right it's just yeah. putting the words behind it so that it's something that you can easily fall back on when you wake up in the right. morning and you have that you know that five seconds beats you and you're laying in bed and you're thinking you can revert back to that why and it's one sentence you can tell yourself and you're like damn it and there you go you get up <laughs> you're right. Well, I don't know about the damn it, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. 
this is why. Yeah, well, I mean, you, 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 the damn it goes with like, like, damn it, I can't believe I slept in. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go, there you go. Always, always perspective, baby. Always perspective. Always perspective. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But that's, uh, I, I agree that that's a big thing that I think we've learned. Uh, I've personally learned over the past three hundred episodes, and uh, it's really, really come into play over the last five or so weeks when I've been working on my daily reflections and weekly planning. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's one of those, okay, weekly planning, for example, sleeping patterns, for example, mm-hmm. those in the last 300 episodes, my sleeping patterns have changed. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I used to wake up at four in the morning, but I know there was times where I would, I'd be dragging because I'd be going to bed by 10, 11 o'clock at night and I, I'm not really getting my six hours sleep. Right. Not understanding really the reason why people go to bed at a certain time at night, not understanding, um, you know how they're how they're able to function an entire day mm-hmm. you know waking up at three or four o'clock in the morning I, and then here comes jeff disher like yeah i go to bed at eight yeah i was like oh i wake up at three. Oh, and, and it's, it's that makes sense but it's those little subtle things like what are you doing after eight o'clock this is nothing productive there's nothing that you're really doing i mean maybe you're the type of person who, who's listening right now and thinking like dude that's when i get most of my work done well that's great but you're probably not getting up at four in the morning either right right and, and that's, that's okay that's okay too yeah like, like when you have your time that you're productive i mean by all means different be productive, people do those different things. people are productive or more productive at different hours of the day 100 some people really are night owls and they can sit there from eight to midnight and crank out more work than they ever would from four to eight in the morning right but they're know? getting up like at six or seven in the morning right and and that's okay the point the point for me in in the last 300 episodes is understanding the value of those six to seven hours of sleep that you need yeah to plant them in your calendar no matter what when you're going to be in your calendar whatever you know you're going to function at i found my six or seven peak hours of sleep this is when i get the most sleep out of my the, the most productive production out of my day if i sleep during these six or seven hours Mm -hmm. and that's something that evolved over the last 300 episodes that's something that you know i want to make sure that we've we've shared over and over and over again with people on the show is win the morning right if you win your morning doesn't matter when your morning starts win Mm -hmm. your morning when that's how you win your day you just get your start get started at the same time every single day keep that productivity level high Mm -hmm. and then you're going to get to the whatever level you want to achieve win the morning the first five seconds when that alarm goes off when the morning, even starting the night before by setting those intentions and saying, when I get up tomorrow, I'm going to feel energetic. I'm going to feel like a kid waking up, getting ready to go to Disneyland. Speaking of which, how were your kids when they were getting up uh, to go to Universal? Were they excited? And Honestly, dude, Mila gets a little antsy. Mm-hmm. So she she doesn't feel good the night before that excitement bug gets to her. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, getting up and going, they were good. They were good. Yeah. They got that energy level. But that's that's the same type of thing. That feeling of like I can't believe tomorrow's gonna happen. I can't believe tomorrow's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we want our listeners to be getting ahead of, right? Yep. That's how you want to set yourself up the night before. Yep. You know, in um, segment intending, that's something you picked up in the last three hundred episodes for sure. Tell me a little bit about that. How did that come about? Uh, how did that come about? That actually came about from uh, listening to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. Search it on YouTube, Abraham Hicks. Uh, lots of motivational stuff, lots of mindset, lots of, you know, just uh, doing stuff like that, like segment intending, being easy on yourself, uh, not beating yourself up when you don't accomplish all of your goals, you know, because there's still tomorrow. Tomorrow the sun will rise. Um, and just a lot of a lot of things about uh, having a good mindset and choosing to feel good with wherever you're at dude abraham hicks i, I listened to a few mm-hmm. 
she's got some good stuff. Like, I like her point of view. Like, you know, if somebody will say something and, and ask her a question or something, and she's like, yeah, but you see it like this, but it's really like, like this. this. Yeah. Right? And, like, it, it, it's just one of those things to me. It's like, yeah. It's all that's, perspective, right? That's, that's how I see said. the world. Yeah. No, it's totally perspective. I'm like, that's how I see the world. I mm-hmm. see it in a positive light. Yeah. Now, one of the one of the things for the, the last uh, 300 episodes for me has been um, – the ability to hold a conversation with someone. Oh my god! To dig deep into asking them about them. Ooh, right. Ooh. And that's that's a skill that that has developed within me for now. sure. Now, if I go to anywhere, if I'm at a you know at a social gathering or networking at a family event. function at a networking event, mm-hmm. the ability to walk up to somebody, hold a conversation with them, make it so that it's super interesting to them because it's about them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a major skill that I think I've learned in the last three hundred episodes. Yes, and it's it's allowed us to make some great connections, mm-hmm. some great friendships have developed, and then to perpetuate that in the social media space. Right yeah. to, to continue that that relationship with people, I'll give you an example. Uh, and Jeanette, she was recently um, on you know that stage that uh, that uh, Ryan and Col- and uh, and Haley get on yeah. all the time. They do their shows, mm-hmm. so she did a show on there. And you know, it's one of those things where I like seeing Anjanette's progression because when she first came on, she was just getting started. She had just finished up with with the Dean Aguilar group. He had you know trained her really well to go out there and, and you know make a name for herself. She was very confident getting on you know behind her her social media camera mm-hmm. and she was building herself. But to, but where she is today is a phenomenal like difference. It's a big right? difference for it's sure. It's a huge yeah. difference. She's done nothing but continue to improve upon every single skill that she has. Yeah. Right? And I'll be honest, I was uh following her Barcelona trip. Yeah, yeah, same. I definitely yeah. checking that out. Like, oh I was shit. like, cool, she's traveling yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But all these things where she's progressively getting better and better and better. And just to be able to say like I met her before she was at that level, right? <laughs> and and we, you know we've become we've become well mostly Instagram friends, right? Right. But like if I if I say if I see something she's doing, I'll tell her, "Hey, great job! I love that you're doing mm-hmm. that. Great trip! That's a great picture." Or I love the view in that at that location. Whatever. You yeah. Know, well, I mean, whatever it is, just something. she's got some great nuggets in there. Yeah, she just, does. Yeah. Right. And so and and so we have that relationship, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. That's something that we've developed since the beginning. Melina and the Brainy Biz, for example. Oh yeah, it's another, another one. great one, right? And yep. and and it's just all these different people that we've met along the way. That to me is one of the virtues of the 300 episodes. That's why when people ask, you know, should I start a podcast or how do I start a podcast or 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 is it beneficial? Like, yes, 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 and yes. Like, yes, you yes, should yes, be doing yes. it. You should be getting in front of more people, telling them what it is you do. What we've done poorly, and we've just started to shift. And I don't think maybe poorly is the word, but um, we've we've hit those stages. We've gone from no one knew who we were, invisibility, mm-hmm. to becoming visible. Now people know who we are. To becoming credible. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the credible stage. Now we've we've acquired sponsors, right? We're yep. we're working with them to make sure that any time they spend with us is of value. We're working with agents to make sure that you know any time they spend time with us, it's of value to them. Mm-hmm. We're we're taking that credit. We're we're building that credit stage and now we're entering the profitability part of our podcast and it took 300 episodes of consistency but i think the weakness we've had uh, so far is turning that thing deciding that it was going to be um the profitability how that profit was going to come mm-hmm. how were we going to monetize was it going to be on the insurance space was it going to be in the real estate space was it going to be in the marketing space and now i think we're in a position where now we're picking and choosing of each how right. do we do each one mm-hmm. in a specific tactic and right? they're all 
they're all uh, spokes on our wheels. They're all spokes on the wheels, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and one of the things that we've been pushing lately, where I've been pushing a lot lately is, are you ready for the market change? The market is about to shift. This is going to be the second, uh, the third, second or third, something like that, second or third uh, market shift in our lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the third one. First one, we were in high school probably not as relevant as we remember but we made our own transitional change from you know renting apartments and renting studios about their house right to to where they bought their first home and then we we kind of experienced that cycle uh on the sidelines then we hit our second cycle and we were at the front row we actually did very well in real estate understanding Mm -hmm. how the market was going and and making our way out at the right time and you know luck and and skill at the same time luck Mm -hmm. in the sense that we we got out at the right time skill in the sense that we educated ourselves to see the impending doom coming right yep and then now we're gonna hit our third one and with all the experience we've had from watching you know our parents go through it to going through it ourselves to having friends and family uh that that crashed and burned mm-hmm. in during this last cycle right um to understanding that here comes another one yeah it's right here around the corner and one of the things we want to make sure that we speak to all our all our listeners about now is are you ready are you ready? Are you ready? Like, you know, this is the 300. This is the war. You're about to face Xerxes and his army Ooh. of, uh, of I don't know. I don't know what, where, where I can go with parallels uh, there. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But there. of a market recession, right? We're going to hit a, a trend. I don't know. Is it a Xerxes or is it just like a small little fleet coming? Who knows? But are you ready to fight? Are you ready to make that change? Are you ready to take advantage of the next shift in, in wealth? Because well, yeah. that's what's going to happen. I love it. Uh, just right there, something that we have said in the the past i don't know if we've said it on the air before but nobody ever how, how does it go nobody ever loses money you don't lose money it just changes hands it just changes hands so money is about to change money hands. money is never lost it just changes it hands. just changes hands and it's about to change again are you ready for it now every single person that i've seen posting stuff online they're all trying to post to the positive right which is which is cool i love to stay optimistic mm-hmm. but you also got to be a realist and understand that market cycles happen and so if you're banking on just the market being positive on you know, real estate always goes up and never comes down. You know, there's always an influx of sellers, you know, that we we have a shortage of buyers, whatever the situation is, understand that you need to plan for the worst, but expect, you know, it goes like that, right? Plan for the worst, expect the best or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. Whatever yeah, it is, I always, worst, I always the butcher best. that one. It's all good. Shame I, on shame. I, <laughs> what is he? What is what is George W. The, my favorite line, dude. And I can't even think of it right now. Shame on what is it? Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Ain't gonna fool me again. <laughs> Ain't gonna fool me again. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I remember that. No, dude. But totally butchered. Yeah, it. totally butchered it. Just like I do that same line, and That's I use right. it I over and over one again. A minute ago, so. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. No, no, but but that's the whole thing, right? Plan for the worst. You need to be prepared, and mm-hmm. you need to understand that these market changes are coming. If you're a realtor, if you're a mortgage professional, and you're dependent on one spoke of income. Like right now, you should be super familiar with REOs. You should just be understanding if you're a real estate agent how the REO process works. If you need a list of companies of asset management companies that you need to be applying for right now, so you can become you know an REO agent, so that when the banks start handing over these assets that go into foreclosure, you need to shift as a real estate agent. It's not going to be the same type of market, so you need to be prepared for that other type of market, right? 
if you're uh, a mortgage professional and you're only dependent on one type of loan, maybe you know you're doing FHA or VAs or whatever it's going to be, and then they shift things around. All of a sudden, the qualifications are different. You have less people that are uh, qualified for, and you're closing less deals. Are you are you capable of taking on such a, a cut in your revenue? Are you still going to maintain the overhead? You got to have other things in place to weather the storm, or even better, to take on new clients and find a way to grow during this downside economy. There I get the feeling I know where you're going with that. I am. You know exactly where I'm going with that. <laughs> Look, as far as mortgage professionals are concerned, that's where, where pipeline insurance comes in. No matter what goes on in the market, there are a few things that people have to do. They have to pay their taxes and they have to have insurance. These are law mandated things, right? So if those are the two things that have to happen, why don't you have your foothold in something that is secured on that aspect of it? That's mandated by law. And so... We want to make sure that you have that kind of network uh, put in place so that you're earning revenue on each individual aspect, so each individual spoke, so that you can survive the downturn. So hit up James, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com because we're going to get you some information that you need to know so that you can be a part of this. And it's simple. Look, we're not expecting you to become an insurance agent. Plain and simple. This is not one of those other pitches, multi-level marketing type things we're going to get you to put people under you. It's not like that. It's simple. I need you to get a license, which we will help you get, right, so that I can literally pay you, but we want to do all the work for you. We just want to teach you to do it, right? We want you to make, we want to make sure that while you're sitting down with your client, you offer these specific things, you fill out a one-page form online, and then we'll handle the rest use us as your loan processing team but on the insurance side we're your processors we just want to cut you a check and that's one of the things that we've learned in the last 300 episodes is how do we help you become more successful how do we be help you become a better you and that's for me the the most important thing that i've learned in the last 300 episodes is to put my why into focus and mm-hmm. to put it into action how do i help you become a better you nice i love the 300 <laughs> I feel like we should have had that intro in the episode, like the the foot to this the. This is business, bros. And and I was thinking I was like gonna kick you in the pool or something, but then Russ is like, yeah, but that's messed up. What are you trying to say? You're gonna kick him out of the business, bros? I go, I guess that that doesn't make sense. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it just would have been kind of epic. <laughs> maybe maybe the both of us can just kick the kids into the pool. Ooh. <laughs> And they get CPS called on us, huh? Look at these people. Look at these guys. Who do you think they are? Put it on YouTube. Blows up. Goes viral. Horrible parents kick ch- kick children in a pool. I love. Hey man. Any what do they say? Uh, bad, any any attention and bad attention. Any uh, attention is good attention. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, something like that. <laughs> Anywho, so, uh, so yeah, three hundred. Dude, three hundred. It's been it's been a hell of a run so far. It's pretty exciting. Um, just to like cross this re- this threshold and know that we're barely getting started. I mean, we just hit our first year three months ago, right? We're just barely Two months scraping ago. the surface. Like, how many podcasts are out there that have been around for years upon years upon years now? You know, well, five, he- seven, ten years. And here's the other thing, like, you know, I, I preach a lot about consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Do it, do it, do it regularly. You'll get better and better and better, right? But ultimately, the market decides. Like we've been around for a year and there are podcasts that have been around for like two months and they're 
like blown up right right yeah and so it comes down to yes you need to be consistent to grow to be to get better and we are our audience has gotten bigger right there's people who listen to our show on a regular basis yep. we've made an impact we're doing good things like raising shoes and building our businesses and helping other people and all this is good stuff mm-hmm. but are we at the top of our game by no means no. right it also comes down to what skill do you have when we first started this we had zero skill <laughs> Like, let's be honest. We had zero Fair skill enough. when it comes to this, right? I was still pretty good at drinking beer. It's still pretty good at drinking. It's still good at drinking beer. Yeah. You're getting uh. better. <laughs> <laughs> but but the point is, like... Just tea, guys. Just tea, yeah. Yeah, same here. Medicine ball, Starbucks. Um, but the point is, like, you know, we keep, we keep trying to get better and better. And because we're getting better, our audience is getting bigger, right? Some of you are going to have natural skill at this. You're going to realize that, dude, I should have been behind the mic the whole time. And your 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 show is going to grow and it's going to get big and you're going to love it. And you're going like to, it's going to, yeah, like energy. It's just going to grow like in a, in a phenomenal way. Yep. But, but it still takes you to take action. It still takes that little bit of stop talking about it and start being about it stop thinking about it and start doing something about it mm. like you can plan mm. all you want but if you don't take action you're never going to get to episode 300 you have to get through episode one two three four five we all start at zero and we work our way up and i'll be honest man sometimes like especially early on it was it was tough getting through those this everyday commitment yeah you know i mean not that everybody out there that's starting a podcast is going to be doing it every day but you know, even people who who want to do a podcast every week, for example, you know, making sure that you set aside that time and keep that commitment to yourself and to your audience is significant. It's tough, dude. You know what? I, I'll be honest. Doing the once a week, I think, would be much more difficult than doing every day. Yeah? Yeah, because every day you've committed. And if you slip up one day, it's not as big a deal. Like if, if, if we, for whatever reason, a technical difficulty or, you know, you know, computer died or knock on wood, something like that happens and we skip a day, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? We still continue. We have one day hiccup. We still have 299 other episodes. Right. So, so there's still a lot of content out there. The difference is if you do it once a week and you skip a week, now you're 14 days out. Right. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, the next person's like, ah, well, I have an appointment. You know what? We'll change it. We'll move it. And so to me, doing it once a week is much more difficult. But it's not to say that it can't be done. There are plenty of shows that do it once a week. Just put it in your calendar and stick to it. Right? Dude, sitting up a calendar is another big thing for the 300 days. Like, your calendar, when we first started, compared to your calendar today? Shoot. It's crazy. Dude, you have, you literally have in your signature, like, book a 15-minute spot. <laughs> like, book a 30-minute, 30, 30 one-hour, two-hour. Dude, that's crazy, though. Like, you, you've, you've broken up your calendar into, like, those small segments for people to. To, for people to schedule time with you. Yep. Right? And that's gnarly to me. Like, I want to <laughs> get my schedule like that, but with this is where I got to be. This is where I'm speaking at. This is what appointments I'm making with people. So I'm going to get and that. That's going to be, I can see myself already having that kind of schedule mm-hmm. in the next year to the next year and a half, the next two years of us doing this kind of sh- like just this show, just opening the doors to those types of things and setting those appointments and, and being ready to go and talking to the different uh, mortgage professionals and talking to the different real estate agents. I haven't even gone direct to consumer yet. Like I haven't done any of the real estate stuff direct to consumer in a while, because I'm going B to B. I'm going straight to the to the to the agents, agents right? Mm-hmm. But just wait. Like once I master this agent to agent thing, this where we're at right now, and that's on full force. Then the next stop is going to be direct to consumer, and that's going to be a whole different ball game. 
I think. It's going to be a fun one. What are you going to be doing direct to consumer? The referral and consultation. Ah. Because I, I just like I tell them, right? Just like I tell our audience, I'm like you have, you're in one industry, but you don't realize that they have to have their taxes done. They have to have their insurance done. They, you know, they have all these different avenues. Well, I already have that network. I want to help the agents, the people who are join our team mm-hmm. become the same type of thing so that when you're sitting with a client, you know, and they need their taxes done and they need their insurance written, it's your network that they're going to. And Got these it. are your income spoke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it, but it's direct to consumer. I'm going to have my set clientele that it's we're going to sit down and talk to, right? And then I'm going to be sitting there being like, well, let me see your schedule. That's what does your calendar look like? Who so are you perfect. talking to, right? These are my clients. These are the people I consult with on a regular basis. These are my own life coaching people. Mm-hmm. But every single aspect of their life, I have a network source for them. Because these are people that I work with, that I trust, that I know are producing results. And these are the professionals, right? So I love that. that's going to be the direct-to-consumer. And that's going to be a whole different ballgame. Because these people are going to want to set up my time because of all the different networks that I've built. And it, yep. But right now I'm in the network building stage. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's perfect though. I mean, uh, just this marketing class that we did uh, at the micro schools a couple weeks ago. Like that's pretty much exactly what the instructor was was teaching on was build that network and build it with people that you trust, people that trust you. And you know, as an insurance agent, maybe you're not gonna give out a whole bunch of. Uh, leads to your real estate agent contact, right? And maybe maybe you're not just that. That's not what insurance agents are cut out to do. But what we can do is educate and empower your clients and make them grateful that you, their real estate agent, sent somebody as professional and knowledgeable as me to help them out. You're the person they need to go to, right? Huh? You're the person who knows. You are their group. You're you're their Google. Make you're them the shine. Referral. Yeah. Make the agent shine. Make That's them it. look good. That's it. That's what it's all about. I mean, you. it doesn't matter who you listen to. Any of those great coaches out there, any of the Tony Robbins, the Gary V's, the Les Browns, it doesn't matter. All of them say the same thing. You can't get anywhere unless you learn to help other people, right? The only way you're going to become successful is to help other people. Jeff Bezos of the world helps thousands upon thousands upon thousands, millions, billions of people. What, what was it? I heard like... Um, what was prime membership was like half the population probably of the U.S. Yeah, like literally all these people buy from Amazon. He has literally found a way to help all these people. I couldn't, I shouldn't have said thousands. This is millions, Millions. right? And and that's but that's what it comes down to. If the more people you can be of service to, the more people you can help, the more success you will have. And that's something that's just been taught to us since we were younger. It's made more sense as an adult, and as I talk to more people in the last 300 episodes, it's just evident, yeah. right? Like, that is how you do it. Be of service to other people. Rule number one in business, right? Be of service to others. Be of service to others. Just figure out how to do that. It's a perfect way to end 300. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Gratitude is another thank thing you. for 300. Yep. Thank you guys for uh, support for being there for us for you know shooting us little messages here and there sending us emails helping us with the shoe drive um just being a part of our life yep we honestly you know thank you guys very much can't believe people actually listen (laughs) said that since you know remember i remember saying that from day one one of those first episodes where like you know people listening you you said some smirky comment like what you think people are actually listening yeah (laughs) (laughs) but now people actually are so so thank you guys very much we appreciate it yeah 
again, if you guys ever have any questions or you have any show ideas, you think you guys should make your format like this. I don't care what it is, you know, change the background. You guys should try this microphone. I don't care what it is. We want to know your opinions on the show. We want to know what, how we can be better so that we can be of service to you guys. So if you guys ever have any questions, james at csfirst.com, hernan at csfirst.com. Um, and of course, if you guys have any shoes, we'd love to take those too. That's all we got for you guys today. Thank you again for the episode 300. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.